All right. Uh, I want to uh, share a couple of scriptures, and then we're going to move into uh, healing ministry, and I'll explain to you how that's going to work at the end of the teaching. So if you guys could roll up that teaching, it's under healing. should be there. Two scriptures we're going to look at very quickly. All right, let me begin. What I want to talk about is the reality of the fact that our God is a healing God, and his will is to heal all who are afflicted. So if you're in the category of someone who exists, and you need healing, then you fall into that all whom God wants to heal. Now in the scripture, if you'll study the um, the New Testament, you will discover that God, in fact, Jesus, by the way, If you want to know what the will of the Father God is, look at what Jesus did. What he did is the perfect expression of the will of his Father. So that is a determiner of the will of God. So God wants to heal us all. So I want to give you two scriptures that demonstrate this fact, and I'm going to confine myself to the reading of these scriptures and some brief comments, and then we're going to move into healing ministry. Next slide, please. I think. It's a cute little ball that went across there. Okay. So I want to quote a scripture to you. Psalm 103. One through five. It says, uh, let everything that is within me praise the Lord. Let everything that is within me praise his holy name, for it's the Lord who loads us with benefits or good things. And so what I want to do, would somebody, Lynn, would you get my, uh, no, 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 you know what? I have this written down. So. Psalm 103, 1 through 5. Let all that I am, this is a New Living Translation, praise the Lord. With my whole heart will I praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things, or another translation has it, benefits, the good things, the benefits that the Lord gives me. And then six particular specific benefits that come to us personally through the salvation of the Lord. Nah. Are given to us. Number one, he forgives all my sins. Number two, notice the language, he heals all my diseases. Number three, he redeems me from death. Number four, he crowns me with love and tender mercies. Five, he fills my life with good things. And six, my youth is renewed like the eagle's. So I want to focus us all on the reality of one of the benefits of being in the Lord Jesus, one of the benefits of his salvation to me as a saved person who loves God, loves Jesus, has trusted Jesus for my salvation, is that he heals all my diseases. And we have such a good God that not only will he heal the diseases of those who love him and are his, 
you know what? He will even heal the diseases of those who don't yet know him. Or who may think, well, maybe I know him and maybe I don't and maybe I'm not worthy of his love. The Lord still extends his healing hand to those as well. The worthiness of healing comes from the person of Jesus Christ, not the recipient of that healing love. So we benefit because he was worthy. Second scripture. Jesus is willing. In other words, it is God's will. So God's willingness is expressed in his will. His will is a reflection of his willingness. He is willing to heal you. You who are in this room today. God, I'm going to just say this. I'm just going to proclaim this. God is willing. He is saying, yes, it's the desire of his heart to heal you who are sick in this room today. Luke 5, 12 through 13. In one of the villages on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Two things about this particular scripture right here. Number one, the power of the Lord is in focus and the willingness of the Lord to use his power in healing is also in focus. The leprous man believed that Jesus could heal him, but he wasn't convinced that Jesus wanted to heal him. So some of you may struggle with this. I know for many years I struggled with this very issue. Sure, God can do it, but the issue is, is he willing to release his power right now into my body in the place of sickness and make it whole? And so Jesus answers this question for those who come to him for healing in the words that are listed next in the scripture. Jesus reached out and touched the man. I am willing, he said. I am willing. So this is the word of the Lord to one particular man. But I believe based on the entire teaching of the scripture from the Old Testament into the New Testament, that this also can be understood to be an expression of the heart of Jesus toward all who come to him. I am willing, he said, be healed. So he touched the man, which of course was a no-no in his society because the man was leprous and leprosy was said to be a uh, dreadfully contagious disease and lepers were outcasts from society so that the contagion would not go to the general population. But Jesus breaks through that barrier of ostracism and he touches the man. And we know from other scriptures as well that in the touch of Jesus is the release of healing power. So he touches him. So there are two applications of healing by the Lord. Number one, he touches the leprous man. And number two, he speaks and his words are power-packed, power-packed with healing virtue. And so when he speaks and says, 
be healed or be cleansed is the actual literal translation that applies to this. Be cleansed of the leprosy and notice what happens. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared. So this is a miracle. This is a miracle. So a miracle is defined as an extraordinary act of God's power in an instant or a near instant of time. So what you heard here on the first case when, when Sharon was uh, talking about her, uh, her stepmother, um, she, it, she spoke about healing power coming into the body of her stepmother and soon after there was a complete resolution of the disease. So that was, I would characterize that as... Um, Pretty close to a miracle in that it was near instantaneous. It may have taken some hours or a day, but something happened in the natural that couldn't happen only by natural means and had to happen by supernatural means. So that's the definition of a miracle. When Rabin told you about the healing of his knees, there was an application of God's power that instantaneously recreated stuff that had been worn away over time. So our God is a creative God. In the healing literature, that's called a creative miracle because, in fact, God operated in Rabin's knees in order to create, make, bodily stuff that was missing. And so that is a miraculous operation of God's power. So we're looking for God to work today in a miraculous operation of his power But also, I want to say to you that while we expect God to work miraculously here among us, because he's been doing that over the past few months in ever-increasing ways, we also believe God to be a healing God, definition of healing, recovery of full function over time. So if God does not instantaneously heal you today, do not allow yourself to think that he will not release his power and heal you over time. It may take a day, it may take a few days, it may take a week, and it may take multiple applications of healing power, like Rabin said that the guys who were ministering to him told him. But that's okay. You know why? Because God can heal however he wants to. We just are very happy by the result. All right.